Hello, 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 hello. Hi, everybody. It's your girl, Kat. And I'm so excited that you guys have decided to join me on my very first podcast. I've been meaning to start this podcast for the longest time, and the day has finally come. Yes. So in this first episode, I am going to share a little bit about myself and why I decided to start this podcast. So sit back, relax, and enjoy yourself, whether you're at work or you're at home chilling or if you're even at Starbucks, one of my favorite places. All right, so let's get started. Um, Where do I begin? I am a first-generation Asian-American female that was born in Portland, Oregon, whose parents are immigrants from Laos. My parents escaped the communists during the time there was a war going on in our country to a refugee camp in Thailand. That's actually where they met and fell in love and they were trying to get sponsored to come to the United States. They wanted to come to the United States to live a better life and like every immigrant, live the American dream. So they eventually got sponsored and my parents were separated. My mom went to California and my dad went to Tennessee. But eventually my dad went to go get my mom in California and made their way to Portland, Oregon. And a couple years later, that is where I came into the world and the Laotian culture and the American culture collided. That is why I started this podcast. I wanted to start a podcast to create a space for first-generation Asian Americans to talk about some of the challenges and issues that we face while growing up, trying to adapt to two different cultures at the same time. And what I mean by that is that most first-generation Asian Americans had to adapt to their Asian culture and the American culture at the same time. If you're like myself, um, I was raised by my grandparents. So when I was at home, they would raise me and they would instill in me the different cultures and traditions that they were brought up from and that they've practiced to make sure that I didn't forget where I came from and who I was. And then I would go to school and I would adapt to the American culture where they do things very differently and how they interact with people which is very different from how Asian people would interact with people. So there I am having two different cultures and trying to walk out this thing called life at the same time, trying to juggle the two into one experience. I don't know about you, and we probably didn't think about it while we were walking in it, but that's a lot to handle. That's a lot to, I guess you could say, take in because... You know, one one minute you're learning something from home and then the next minute you're at school and you're not sure if it's okay to do that or if it's normal. So, for instance, let me give you a very common scenario that probably happened to a lot of you out there while you were growing up. So, my parents, you know, they made the best that they they could and they provided for me And they did a very good job being, you know, immigrants coming from a different country and trying to adapt to a whole different world. I don't know where that that came out of nowhere, but I say that to say 
during lunches, I didn't get Lunchables. I didn't get sandwiches and chips and, and all that stuff until I started telling them that's what I wanted. Before that even happened, my parents would pack like Asian food with me to bring to school if we didn't have hot lunch. And, you know, a lot of... The one thing that I... The one question that really annoyed me, and some of you might relate, is when you open up your lunchbox and some kid is like, what is that? Ew, it smells. Or I don't know what else they would say. I don't know, but that's... That's a very great example of one of the scenarios that I went through in elementary school. And I think from then on, I just asked my dad if I could have hot lunch or I really begged for those Lunchables. I eventually got those Lunchables because that was like the cool thing, you know? But I never really, growing up and going to elementary school and middle school, I never really saw race as an issue. It was nothing that was brought to my attention because I never experienced any racism. I mean, yeah, I knew I looked different from my peers. I knew that my skin color wasn't the same as theirs. I knew my hair wasn't the same as theirs like the hair color and I definitely knew that my eyes did not look like theirs but there was no distinction or anything for me to say that it didn't it didn't really cross my mind until I guess you could say I until I hit high school how many of you can relate to the fact that in high school you want to be part of the cool kids crowd you want to be part of the in crowd you don't want to be a lame or an outcast or you don't you know you want to fit in and in high school they had that very thing like you wanted to be a part of the the in crowd and for me I was a cheerleader so a cheerleader I can't talk I was a cheerleader and it just came with the territory so it was it was easy for me and to be a part of that crowd, but I think what really hit me when I started to identify or it started to affect me that I did look different was when one of the boys that I liked said that I was cute, but I was cute for an Asian. And I think that's when everything went downhill. That's when I started questioning myself, like, I'm cute, but I'm cute for an Asian. And I was already shy growing up, you know? So that didn't really help the issue. So I question everything since then. And and I think from that moment on forward, I wanted to be white. I wanted blonde hair. I wanted blue eyes. I I knew I wanted to get like colored contacts. A lot of the Asian girls did that at my school, but I didn't. I wasn't allowed. And I wasn't allowed to dye my hair. But you know what I did? Um, so I think my I think my cousin taught me this, but I got lime and I put it in my hair and I guess it like lightens it. And that was the closest I ever got to blonde hair. But yeah, I was not allowed to do that. And 
and I guess you could say I wanted to be what like my peers I wanted to look like them I really wish there was something like this like a platform while I was growing up to to kind of listen to 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 know that it's okay to be different because if you think about it when we were growing up during that generation or whenever you have grown up you don't really see a lot of people on tv that look like you and that's one of the things that you couldn't really relate to any of these people on tv you just related to the you try to relate to the majority and i'm so thankful that today there's shows like fresh off the boat or um, there's an all asian cast and if you guys saw the mulan trailer that looks amazing there's just so many things that are coming out with and with us that people that look like us and that makes me excited because when I was growing up there wasn't very many things like that. The people that I related to was Jackie Chan and Lucy Liu. But we've kind of we've come a long way and they have paved the way. But I guess you could say the generation of today or the people of today is changing and there's more Asian TV shows or more Asian actors or more Asian representation in the entertainment industry and I'm so excited about that but I say all of this to say that whatever seeds were planted into you during your childhood that you may have not take note of it has seeped into every area of your life and it has affected you as you go into your adulthood a very prime example would be myself where when that little boy told me that i was not cute i was cute but not cute enough for him to date me because or date him i can't talk um he put a seed in me that I wasn't enough and that has seeped into a lot of areas in my life especially my confidence it told with my confidence and I would go I went to college and I didn't I didn't really feel like I was enough for anyone just because a little boy said that to me but I should have I wish I would have known that that didn't matter but it doesn't matter. You're able to... Your mind is the most powerful tool that you could ever possess. You have the power to determine if you want to be sad or happy. It's all in your mind. It's your thoughts. You want to be confident or you want to be insecure. And I really wish I knew that growing up because it would have eliminated a lot of issues so for those of you who have experienced similar challenges or situations where you felt that way and you felt inadequate i can't even say that word inadequate inadequate anyway (laughs) struggle bus um yeah so for those of you who felt that way and are still trying to deal and overcome with it overcome it just know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel because if i can do it you can do it and i'll give you some tips and tools on what we can do to help you overcome those challenges that you still may face today first of all 
You must know within yourself that you are a masterpiece and that you are the prize and that nobody can determine your worth or your value but yourself and how you feel about yourself and how God feels about you. God created you so he made you a masterpiece and you just have to walk in that. Another thing that you can do, what I would like, well, not what I would like to do, what I have done because it has worked for me is that I bought a whiteboard and I put it in my bathroom and I wrote down all the affirmations that I think about myself and that I want to become. So I was having a little issue with my confidence and my self-worth. So I put those as a confirmation saying I am worthy, I am confident, I am beautiful. I put those things down and I would say them to myself every day before I would go to work as I was getting ready and lo and behold, I think I said that right. <laughs> I'm I started to believe those words that I would say to myself. And if you would just do that, that is a start. You don't even have to get a whiteboard. You can just say your affirmations to yourself in the morning. Um, another thing I did was I really had to take a step back and 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 look back where where that insecurity came from and why I never really felt like I was enough. You got to do the work. Becoming whole and becoming confident in yourself is a daily thing. And it's like it's like taking a shower. You don't take a shower once a month. You take a shower every day so you can be clean. So you want to meditate on the words that speak to you. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. So you've got to speak those words of how you want to be seen or how you want to feel about yourself if you keep saying negative things negative you're just going to start to believe them but I would start off with writing affirmations down and do things that make you feel confident you know like I'm good at eating so I eat (laughs) I eat a lot that was a really bad example but um look I know it's easier said than done, and you're probably thinking that I'm crazy. But I promise you, if you just apply any of these suggestions that I have presented in this podcast today, and you do it daily, you're going to see a transformation in the way that you think, the way that you talk, and maybe even the way that you walk. I don't know for you, it might, but for me, I walk the same no matter what, so but I might walk with a little bit more confidence or you might walk with a little more confidence. Anyway, to get to my point, just if you can't do it every day, maybe try it for a week and see what happens. And if you don't think you could do that, start off small. So for instance, every time you get a negative thought, replace it with a positive thought. And repeat it over and over and over in your head until you start to believe it or until you start to feel good about yourself. Trust me, if you do that every day, sooner or later you're going to be so confident in that you're going to start to believe the words that are coming out of your mouth. I've done it. 
I'm not saying that I'm a pro. I'm not saying that I'm a professional at these things. What I'm telling you is my experience. Like, I did these things. I applied these things into my life to overcome these challenges and issues that I faced that has seeped into my adulthood. I'm not saying that I'm like 100% um, cured or, or that sometimes I don't feel confident there's just some it just depends on the situation but for the most part I know who I am and every time I don't feel confident I know what I need to do to get to that place in my life so those are just some tips that you could apply or you could start off with um if you have any suggestions I would love to to hear about the people who have started these activities that or these tools or suggestions that I have talked about today so feel free to leave me a voice message on the anchor app if you have the app or if you don't and you are listening from the apple podcast then um just dm me your questions or your anything not your not anything but just let me know how things are going um and i'll leave it i'll leave my instagram name on the um, info situation where you'll see and um it has come to an end our podcast the first episode and i just wanted to say that i've had a great time sharing you guys my life no i'm just kidding um I mean, I had a great time with you guys, but okay, let me just, let me just stop. (laughs) But yeah, so we've come to an end and I wanted to leave you with this before we depart our ways is that always remember that you are one decision away from how you feel and that you have the power to change any circumstance. Your mind, like I said before, is very powerful. And that, most importantly, this is your world. And everybody is just living in it. So walk like you own your world. And talk like you own your world. But at the same time, be humble. (laughs) Alright guys, it's time for me to go. It's your girl, Kat, and I had a lovely time with everyone, or for those of you who are listening. And until next time, hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week, or if you're listening um, and your week is over, hope you're having a great time in whatever you're doing. But be safe, and I will talk to you guys Later. Hey, 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 hey. It's me, it's me, it's me. It's Kat. We're back at it with self-chats. Yes, we are. Um, It's that time again for us to talk about...
culture, society, living life as a minority, and reprogramming our mind to work for our good. Right? Right. Okay, so 